I find it so hard When I know in my heart I'm letting you down every day Letting you down every day Why do I keep on running there to my young moguls. I'm your host, Jessica LaShawn. Welcome to another episode of Mogul Radio. This episode is being brought to you by none other than the Mogul Academy, bridging the gap between the classroom and a career through financial literacy, mentoring, and more. Support Mogul Academy by donating at www.mogulacademy.org. And remember, your donation not only helps us today, but helps the team prepare for a better future. Today's show is all about ways to get your money up. My dear friend Toya Yolanda is on the line, and she shared a blog post via Black Enterprise that blew my mind. The link is listed below for your reading pleasure, but for now, I'll share a few key paragraphs with you. Let me warm my throat up. All right, so the blog post says, Often when life insurance is mentioned in an African-American community, blacks shut down and turn away and get scared. The dim view exists largely because many blacks don't realize that life insurance can be used to achieve so much more financially than just taking care of loved ones' burial expenses. This month, over 1,200 black agents expect to reach a milestone of selling an average of $250,000 worth of life insurance policies to approximately 200,000 families, creating an eye-popping $50 billion dollars of protection and tax-free future income for African-American communities. That alone just blew my mind. I was absolutely flabbergasted flabbergasted by that, and I felt that it was phenomenal. The article continues to say, that degree of increased buying power can be a much more broader impact on overall black community instead of just assisting individual families. Any addition to putting that money into black bank accounts and closing the wealth gap between blacks and other races, African Americans could collectively allocate the wealth to make their community stronger economically. The money can be used for everything from paying for college tuition to enhancing retirement nest eggs, tied to a church and funding charitable giving to create sustainable wealth and economic empowerment within black America. Recent research shows that the life insurance as an inheritance has been underutilized and underleveraged by African Americans for years. Conversely, other groups have been using life insurance for years as part of their inheritance planning to transfer family wealth to the next generation. In 2017, more than half of the black families in the United States have no retirement wealth at all, meaning they will likely be entirely dependent on Social Security, now paying an average monthly benefit of just $1,239. The cash value on a whole life insurance policy acts as a saving vehicle with guarantees and tax advantages. At the age of 65, a client who has had a life insurance policy for their adult life could end up with money and cash value, which will be a good source of income in retirement. The cash value can be accessed as a loan or reduction on a health benefit, Consider the scenario. 
if grandma dies and doesn't have life insurance, the remaining family members perhaps have to start from scratch financially. But if grandma passes and her family receives $250,000 death benefit, a family is able to start a business, invest in a $1 million brownstone or a rental property in an area with gentrification is increasing property value, and the family member could use that money to start a business or establish college funds for kids. Both options would yield future wealth benefits. That's why this conversation is going to be life-changing. So let's get into some mogul (laughs) money-making with none other than my girl, Toya Yolanda. We're bringing her live. Welcome to Mogul Radio. Thank you so much. Hello, Mogul. Thank you, Jessica, for having me tonight. Such a pleasure. Yes, I'm so excited about the conversation we're about to have. Um, So introduce yourself to our listening audience. Tell them a little bit about yourself. All right. Good evening, moguls. My name is Toya Yolanda, and I am from Chicago, uh, born and raised. Um, Went on to Hampton University, graduated uh, class of 06. If I have any, um, the real HU out there, uh, please stand (laughs) up. Uh, from from the, from there, I then um, graduated with a banking and finance degree, went, in, went into private banking and mortgages and things like that. Um, and, you know, finance has just always been at the core and, um, you know, recently started my own agency. Um, it's, we are a baby, so two months, so I'm really excited about that. So licensed professional and, you know, just, just has, have a passion to just get financial literacy you know, out to the masses, especially the millennials. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to touch on that new business piece in one second, but when it comes to African Americans and other minorities and dealing with finance, you actually have an educational background in that. What made you want to pursue <laughs> pursue that and find out more about finances and ways to make money? Okay, Uh Thank you for asking me that. That's um, actually interesting that you said that um, educational background. And, and yes, I do have a uh, background in banking and finance, but surprisingly, the financial concepts and just the simple tools that one needs in regards to creating wealth and, um, you know, just the tools that I, you know, looked up one day and was like, you know, th- this is missing, you know, the the simplicity of, you know, knowing things of the importance of an interest rate and (laughs) compounding interest, you know, those are the things that I did not learn in school. So, you know, even though I did, you know, come from an educational background and even, you know, having a background in banking, you know, I did not learn those, those, um, those necessities that I needed until I actually became a client myself and, you know, made the decision in my own household, um, you know, to just make a stance and say, you know, not only is it good for my family, but it's also good for, you know, my friend's family families. And so, you know, I just took it on as a as a passion and, you know, what what I've learned and, and actually I think you have to experience it first and know the impact on your own family. So the life change in my own life is what really, you know, pushed me to to do this full time and, and pursue it. Okay. You used my key phrase already, so I'm really excited about this next question. <laughs> I know we so have this we show, next and best. Yes, we do. <laughs> this show is all about highlighting moguls that are changing 
the lives of others. So let us know about your new business and how you're using it to change lives. Awesome. So um, I'm really excited about my new agency, uh, black-owned agency, actually, five partners. And uh, prior to me acquiring um, or being a partner um, in my own agency right now, I was a part of a a broader agency that, um, you know, really – taught me the tools that I needed, you know, and and the pros and cons of that is it was a larger organization, but, you know, I really had no input as to how I wanted to um, basically implement my own community. (laughs) You know, a Mm -hmm. lot of times when we are part of larger organizations, you know, a lot of times we are kept out as African Americans in our own input and you know, what we know will work for our own communities because no one knows our own community but us. And mm-hmm. so um, just taking those tools that I and uh, that I learned from the larger organization that I was once a part of and having the opportunity to, you know, be, um, be a part of something smaller but, you know, but greater. Um, so just getting off the, off the um, ground two months ago and really excited um, just bringing the financial education out. We have workshops, um, which are very impactful. We have actually have them out in the west suburbs, and then we're having them um, downtown. So we those are actually free. Um, you know, cause the difference between our agency and a lot of agencies is, you know, we all sell products at the end of the day. You know, we, we do want to, you know, create that wealth. But I want my clients, you know, I want people to understand our conversation. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about building generational wealth, but what is that? You know, yeah. we can talk about we can talk about interest rates, but what is that? You know, but mm-hmm. if I can paint the picture for you and have you really understand the need for protection and that is the only thing that's going to create generational wealth for our families, I need you to get that first. <laughs> then we yeah, can exactly. talk about <laughs> You know everything else, but I need I need I need you to get that first because then you know the decision for for you to make for your family, you know it'll be contagious. You want to tell your whole family, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know that's what's most important for us first. Okay, so just a few uh, skills to brush up on our new listeners that have just logged on. I see you guys. This is Jessica LaShawn for Mogul Radio. We're talking with Toya Yolanda. She's letting us know about her new business and how she's helping to build generational wealth. So tell us the name of your business. Name of my agency is Midwest Legacy Group. Mm-hmm. And you specialize yeah. in? Uh, we specialize in, um, I, we are all licensed professionals, so we specialize in everything from retirement to, uh, you know, short-term goal setting, IRAs, annuities, all financial services. But most importantly, um, we pride ourselves on financial literacy and, and getting it out to our communities in a very non-traditional way. Mm-hmm. So would you say that's the overall goal of your business, to educate and empower individuals with financial literacy skills? Absolutely. In, in a non-traditional way. Um, so, for example, I, I just had a, a Young Money Day party. Uh, so mm-hmm. thank you for everyone um, who is listening, who came out. Uh, we had it on um, July 29th, and, 
you know, millennials, we love a good day party. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it was it, it was a day party, and we had a DJ, and you know, there was music, and there was fun, you know. But there was there was a time, you know, at the event where we just kind of like you know calmed everything down and just shared some financial tips. You know, it's like we get together for so many things, but. It's like, when do we ever get together and just really, you know, drop some knowledge on each other that, that's mm-hmm. going to help sustain, you know, our future generation? Exactly. I totally understand you. So in regards to the millennials, why do you think it's so important to engage them right now in this moment in time about wealth building? Because of the next 20, 30 years, over 50% of us will occupy the workforce. <laughs> Okay, and when you think about that, we are projected to be bigger than the baby boomers. And unless, you know, we've all been living on a different planet, (laughs) we know (laughs) that the baby boomers is now statistically the biggest generation, and we are projected to, you know, be bigger than that. But then when you Mm -hmm. take a step back, you know, in 2017, what do we look like? You know, we don't look like our parents. We don't look like... You know, we're going to work on a job for 30 years and we're going to get a pension. No, that, you know, those those times are gone. So, you know, it's like if we don't move to self-security now, you know, mm-hmm. build, building wealth and, you know, building retirement and building um, wealth long-term requires time, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, 20 years is actually not a really long time for money to grow. I mean, it, 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 it's cool, but... You know, you, we need time, and so it's like, you know, we got to kind of jump on this now. And just right now our picture is not, it's it's not looking, you know, the way that we need to. But, you know, I, that, that once again, just that comes down to education. Only five states in the U.S. offer or make it a necessity to offer financial education as a course in high school. Only five. Wow, okay. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Only five. And Illinois is not one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet. So, you know, it it, it just it, it it's a lot of root tapping that has to happen, and you know, it with millennials we we just have to step up, and that is that's just my passion because we we have to sustain this economy. <laughs> next yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah. Exactly. So I know one of the services that your company provides is assisting individuals with purchasing life insurance policies. Um, Now, I know a few years ago I was afraid of that because I was one of those people that associated that uh, with just burial expenses and things like that. Can you give us a breakdown just a general overview of why we shouldn't be afraid of life insurance policies and other wealth-building tools that are within that same circumference. Okay. So I think before you can even understand um, the importance of life insurance, you you have to understand how money works first, okay? Okay, well, let's talk about that. Okay. Everybody get your notepads ready. You moguls ready? All right. Okay. Okay, so before we can go into life insurance, you have to understand how money works, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you draw a box, I wish uh, this was visual, but just follow me, guys. So let's draw a box, right? And let's draw four, let's make like four boxes, okay? Mm-hmm. And so 
You have growth in one box. You have tax advantage in the other box. You have safety in one box and protection, right? So it kind of looks like a like a um, gift wrapping box, right? So you have four boxes, okay? So let's talk about your money. Let's just talk about your money in other places that compare to what a life insurance policy can do for you, right? Okay, so when we talk about growth, we talk about growth. Growth is very, very important, right? Growth is nothing but the interest rate, okay? It's really simple. Do we like growth? Yes, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Not only do we like growth, is it enough to sustain, you know, inflation, which increases 3 to 5%? So, you know, your growth with that piece, is it is it growing? Okay, so that's one box, right? Mm-hmm. Tax advantage. You have money. A lot of people have money in, um, you know, like 401Ks and um, IRAs and things like that, and those vehicles are awesome vehicles for the right person, but when you go to withdraw that money, that money is taxed, right? So it has, it really does not have a tax advantage. It has a tax advantage with the money that grows inside. Once you take it out, you have to, you have to pay taxes, right? So it does not have a tax advantage, right? So we've covered growth box, tax advantage box. Yes, I'm trying to make this really fast. Oh. <laughs> and then we, then we move to safety, right? So um, safety really quick is, you know, a lot of people like to talk about money in the market, okay? Um, depending on where your market is, markets are nice, but, you know, is it safe? How risky are you, right? And then mm-hmm. protection, um, you know, protection, yeah, you have $20,000 here, you have $30,000 there, but if you know that you need 10 times of income and something were to happen to you, God forbid, your 30000 is now $300,000, you do not have enough, right? So <laughs> you, have to, you have to make sure that those boxes are filled. So life insurance, once you understand how money works, your next step is to do what? Find a solution that's going to do what? Give you all of those boxes, and life insurance does all of that. It's tax. Life insurance is always tax advantage. You are never taxed on life insurance. Never, 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 never. Okay, especially the beneficiary that receives, um, you know, at, at the death benefit, they are never taxed on their money. Okay, so that's the great thing about it. Um, growth. There is there are products out there that yes, it does have potential growth. Um, safety. Is it safe? Yes, there are some guaranteed products out there. And then you talk about protection. Yes, you know, life insurance is the only product that you can pay pennies on a dollar and get hundreds of thousands of dollars in return. So that's my little spill on life insurance. I am definitely open to one-on-one appointments. But if you understand how money works and what it's supposed to do for you, you understand that life insurance is the only solution that will, if that makes. Is that clear? (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Yeah, no, you did a great job of breaking that down. So we get now how life insurance is an actual plus for us. So how should someone consider, what should they consider when purchasing a life insurance policy? Can they just go and get one of these whole life insurance policies or do they get a term policy? Is there a difference? Like how do you know what's really best for you? Yep, so what I would always recommend is to um, sit down with someone and let them fully explain to you. What I personally do um, with a client is there is a proper method called the DIMA method. It's an acronym, um, debt income 
mortgage and education, right? So, you know, just your insure is called the, the proper term is what is your insurable need, I guess is the question. Um, you know, and how do I find out even what that is? You know, how do I go about that? Um, you know, there's a proper calculation that one must do. Your insurable a couple with two kids, insurable insurable need is different than me. I'm seeing with no kids. Only makes sense, right? So um, one first has to find out what their insurable need is, okay? As a reputable agent or financial provider, whatever you want to, you know, label us, whatever people want to call themselves, you have to make sure that they properly do a proper assessment on you. You know, no one should just be like, oh, you know, you got a house. I think you need, no. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. show me why I'm purchasing, you know, $700,000 in life insurance because, once again, because it's new, people aren't really, you know, privy to understanding why they need so much. And then you want to see what's affordable. Remember, this is something that's not new to our community, and a lot of times, I'm just going to be honest, is, is looked at as a liability. Oh, it's another bill. You know, <laughs> what I need, you know, what I need. But that goes back to, you know, reassuring them, like, you know, then we need to talk about your budget because if you can't afford, I'm just going to be honest, if you can't afford $30 a month for you and your family, we got to sit down because <laughs> we got wow. a bigger problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we got a bigger problem because I can sit down with a family and, you know, I just had a, a client of mine. She was 23. I was able to, you know, assist her and her family with some protection, you know, for like $19 a month. You know, it, it's like, come on. We, we spend money on this and that, but don't tell me you don't have it because if you don't, then we need to talk about this budget and <laughs> see where this mm-hmm. money is going. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's definitely true. $19 is too big, Max. Well, two Big Mac meals. I'm just saying. And then you you find out, you know, you make sure your client, you know, ask questions. As a a person who is, you know, trusting somebody with your money and to to make the best decision for you, you know, ask questions. If If you're not sure about something, ask questions. And if you have a life insurance policy, ask yourself, when is the last time that your agent reached out to you? If it's been over a year, you need to reach out to them. You know, maybe things mm-hmm. have changed. I, I'm just saying, it's just even if you do have insurance policies, it's always good to get them reviewed, and your agent should definitely be reaching out to you annually, you know, because life changes. Exactly. Now, you touched on my next question just a little bit. So how would I one know? I like following you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because you're good. Just good. <laughs> so how do you know your agent is offering you what's right for you and your family and just not what pays them the best? Once again, it goes back to <laughs> once again it goes back to asking questions. So when I sit down with a client, uh, you know, people have different terms, you know, financial gathering or data gathering. You know, I, I personally call it a, a personal financial strategy. You know, so we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about all your bills. <laughs> we're going to talk about, you know, where this makes sense, why it doesn't make sense. And like I said, if I can break down to you the importance of why 
and how, you know, if something were to happen to you and you go out that door and never come back or you get injured and you can't work anymore or, God forbid, you get sick, who's going to pay for your hospital bills? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you have to ask questions. You ask questions, you make sure it's affordable, you help people see the importance and the need for it. And honestly, just like I'm really frank, I can't make you see the importance for this more than you see it for your family. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) That's it. I can only educate you, make it right for you, something that, that makes sense. And after all of that, if you still don't see, you know, at that point you just, you know, you just, you pray that <laughs> honestly nothing happens because how many GoFundMe accounts do we see? And people don't like to have these conversations, but it's a conversation that we have to have. So, so when you see those GoFundMe accounts or, or those links, and we see them daily, especially within the black community, mm-hmm. what are some yeah. of the first thoughts that come to your mind? Somebody didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. Somebody didn't tell them. Somebody did not tell them, <laughs> you know, because it, it's kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't want to say witnessing like church, but, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's okay. Almost, it, it's almost, it's almost like, you know, who, who was gonna tell them? Yeah. You know, so until you know, it, it, it's a, it's a big, it, it's a big battle to, um, you know, that that's ahead, but you know. It takes one by one. It takes you just, you know, having this podcast and having listeners and, you know, them thinking, you know, wow, you know, I do have a family, you know, am I straight? (laughs) You know, let me pick up the phone. You know, we talk about everything else. Hey, dude, you know, you know, so it takes, you know, just millennials and just people stepping up and having the conversation. That's Mm -hmm. where it starts. You know, so it's just it's just nobody has the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of having the conversation and or the talk, <laughs> how were you actually able to sit your family members down and let them know that this is a ne- necessity for everyone? Because I did it first. Mm, leading by example, look at you. <laughs> Can you walk us through that whole moment? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I did it first, and, um, you know, just looking around in my own family. You know, my, my mom, she she's a nurse, has a master's degree, but, you know, we I have student loans. <laughs> you know, if, if somebody had, you know, let her know about a product that could offer college assistance because it can, you know, 18, you, you know, when I was born it would have looked different. You know, and then I, my, my little cousin, you know, just looking at my policy and my cash value and what I was going to have, but then I did hers, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, and she's 15 years younger than me, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, she going to be, my little cousin's going to be this straight by the time she's my age? Okay, well, come here, auntie, let me talk to you. You know, so it was kind of yeah. like. You know, when you see it for you and your family, it's kind of like contagious, you know, so. Okay. Now, I know you said you have a heart for the millennials. 
But you also touched on something else I wanted to talk about, which was providing life insurance policies for babies. And I have seen you work your magic with young children and actually estimating the growth that they'll have with these cash value uh, policies and things like that. Can you touch on uh, the importance of parents starting as early as one, possibly? Yep. So, once again, you know, I'm always going to loop it back to what? Education. So, if one understands the wealth formula, then they understand that they have to have time. So, in the wealth formula, you know, there there is a formula to how money works. You know, that's why people get win the lottery and then they're broke in a year because guess what? They didn't allow the money to do what it was supposed to. So in the wealth formula is time. So you have to have time for money to grow. If a person is, you know, 40 and their retirement is 65, they only have 25 versus a newborn who has what? 65 years. So, you know, as soon as my friends, have babies I'm like okay so do you have that social security number for me (laughs) because it's like it's so much time that they have money can do so many wonderful things it can double and triple double that takes me to the rule of 72 where your money doubles every so many years but um yeah the sooner it's just like with anything the sooner you start taking care of your body the sooner you start eating right the sooner you start taking care of your finances, the sooner you start saving. So the, the babies, as soon as they are born, that is like the best time to, you know, start one of these for them. Mm-hmm. If you can. And it's so cheap. It's so inexpensive. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's the most inexpensive, greatest gift you could ever give to your child as a parent. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Best investment ever. Yeah, I know when my niece and my nephews were born, first thing my grandmother did was get on the phone and say, what's their social? Let me get them a policy. And she bought, um, what are those bonds? Savings bonds. She Every month she would go buy some savings bonds. I wrote a blog about savings bonds. I am not a believer in that. It is just... Yeah, that's well. We we need a whole another hour. <laughs> <laughs> she bought some for me when I was born, and they still ain't worth nothing. <laughs> I am not a fan. I'm oh, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Once again, you're listening to Jessica Lashawn, and this is the Mogul Radio. We're talking with Toya Yolanda about generational wealth building. This is all about utilizing life insurance and other aspects to build generational wealth. Now, one of the concepts that a lot of my friends and associates are having a hard time grasping is that if you start now, you need to understand that you may not be rich, but your children will be set up properly. (laughs) How do you actually deal with people when they realize that, uh, again, this takes time to build wealth and you might not be able to throw them dollars up in the club just yet? Okay, so now there's a twofold to that. Um, Yes, you definitely (laughs) need time. And, I mean, if if no one – 
if you can't understand that money needs time to, you know, money doesn't go on trees like you don't get, you know, $1,000 in two days. I mean, you can't, but, it, you know, you have to explain that time. But what, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought, Jess. I'm so sorry. I was going into a whole nother. Uh, <laughs> You're about to take us a whole nother way, right? Yeah, I was gonna. I was about to like go into uh, a whole nother uh, wave, but um, you have to explain the time period with that, and um, you know, a person like I said who is twenty years from retirement doesn't have enough time. But the other two fold is you have to consider the client because if a person you're sitting in front of does have the income and the fund to explain Accelerate that growth like that. <laughs> I mean, so it's not like if you only have twenty years, it's not like oh, I'm only gonna have like you know ten grand, you know, and that's the end of that. So it just, it just depends on you know the person's lifestyle and what they're really trying to achieve because you know you, you might not be rich, but you you be really close. <laughs> you know, what they need to get, you know, the bare minimum, then no, you're you're not going to walk away with, you know, <laughs> a huge mm-hmm. money bag in, 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 you know, 10, 15 years. It, it, money just needs time. I don't really know how to express that. I think I've said that like 20 times, <laughs> but yeah, money yeah. needs time to grow. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get it. So we have a link connected to this podcast. So anyone that has definitely enjoyed this information and they'd like to learn more, they have a way of connecting with you. When it's time to actually have a consultation with you, can you run down the things that are necessary to bring to that consultation, whether it be online or face-to-face? Yeah, so um, I am um, open through uh, one-on-one consultations just bring any questions that you have. Um, Google away if you, you know, oh, what type of life insurance or, you know, is this good for me? Is this bad for me? Um, so ask a lot of questions. I think that that's another thing that we don't do. We don't ask the, the right questions. So bring all your questions. Um, if you already have anything, like any vehicles that you are currently invested in, any 401Ks, um, any IRAs, uh, any bank statements that you may want to, you know, maybe get a higher return, bring things like that. Um, a lot of people who have worked for previous employers, I um, mean, you think that you contribute to the 401K, that's always good to bring because then we can see, um, you know, how to allocate that money so that it works best for you. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much that's pretty much it. You know, I yeah. I can't think of anything else, but, you know, it, it, through conversation, if there is any any additional items that I would need, you know, of course I would, I would let a client know that. Okay. Now, I would like to know, what are your top vocabulary words? 
for our listeners, if they really want to delve into this topic and do some research, what words do you think they need to look up that will help them better understand not only what you mentioned in this podcast, but the life insurance industry overall? Got it. So I wouldn't um, – so there are actually concepts that I want mm-hmm. uh, everyone to Google, and that is the Rule of 72. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the difference between term and whole life or permanent uh, permanent and temporary insurance. I'm sorry. So you can um, Google, like, permanent, temporary insurance. Rule of 72, and uh, what else is a good one? And the last one I'm going to say is email me. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yes. ToyaGilanda at gmail.com. Okay. I um I just wanted to talk to you real quick before we get off the line because I found out some very interesting information. I was okay. looking for families that um, have been able to develop generational wealth successfully over the years. And one of the most renowned families in American culture is, of course, the Hiltons, right? Everybody knows the Hiltons, right? Of course, I think. Yeah, Yeah, Hilton Hotel, all that kind of stuff. So the whole Hilton legacy was created when the grandfather passed away. And the first thing that his son did was attempted to buy, um, he he attempted to buy a bank, but that didn't work. So he bought bought, uh, a hotel property and... It was of such high quality because it was in a great building and it was highly accessible that uh, he quickly had to expand. And that's how the whole Hilton Empire started. And that's one thing that I think people miss out on is how those nest eggs can help um, basically establish a whole new family business (laughs) Uh, something that could also keep your family working. It, it's a great legacy to leave. So generational wealth is awesome. Did you know that about the Hilton family? Not only the Hiltons, we can talk about the Kennedys. We can. Talk, I mean, I don't know about the Kennedys. Kennedys. <laughs> well, well, the Kennedys um, had the son had like something crazy like hundreds of millions in life insurance coverage. Oh, wow. Like, I need that really, policy. Do you, really think, do you really think that they need that? No, they don't need that. But, <laughs> I mean, like like you said, Jeff, and, it's, and I, tell our gener- I tell our people all the time, it only takes one generation. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't take two and three generations. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it starts with us. Just think about that. If you leave your family – Let's just say $500,000, and they, and then they sit down with the right person to make that turn. It, it's like you, you're just planting the seeds. It only takes one generation. We don't have to wait, you know, 70, 100 years. No, it, it's not that far removed at all, at all. Mm, I'm so, excited. I, it, it's, it's the, it's the, I know it's like it's contagious, like, where else can you go and 
and pay pennies on the dollars that's going to give you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Where, Jessica, can you think of a place? <laughs> or like, or like what, what else? What else? I mean, I can't. It, it's the most exciting thing for for it should be for people's families. It, it, it just should be priority. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the biggest return you'll ever get, the yeah. biggest. So all of you with Uncle Ray Ray that spends about $300 a week on Low Lotto, tell him to get a life insurance plan, sit down with Toya, and make a difference in the world today, okay? You co-founded yes, it? Or, you know, or, or it's not me, just like I'm always open, but, you know, with someone, someone, please just sit down with someone, someone. Mm-hmm. I hear another voice. Who's that? <laughs> Say hi. I don't know. Does she might be hearing things? Maybe no. That was me. Hi. I don't think I don't think there's anyone else. Okay, don't play with me. Terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait. I know I ain't that crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. So, any closing thoughts? Um, just closing thought is, you know, no one is going to be more concerned and invested in your financial future but yourself, not the government, not your job, not your friends, not your church, not your pastor. <laughs> like, no, That's a word know, right no there. No, no one is going to be more invested in your life, you know, we can't help how we were born, but we can definitely help how we, you know, how we leave here and how we leave our, our, our generations to come. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's not only about you, it's about the generations after you. What will you leave them? How will they yes, always look please. to you and say, yes, because of Grandma Toya, we don't have to worry about having somewhere to live. We can pay for college without an issue, and we even own the college. That's right. <laughs> so Amen. make the investment. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Jessica LaShawn. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Mogul Radio. Once again, if you want to get in touch with Toya Yolanda, her contact information is listed below. Go on ahead and schedule those appointments. You'll either meet with her or other members on her team. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. Have a good one. God bless you. Goodbye. Good night. Every day, letting me down every day.